Number 20. No! Five minute freak! They brought their fucking toys with them! Who are these guys? They're too dumb to play with themselves. They're too dumb to play with themselves. So uh, I heard you went. You went to. Uh, um, was it a flea market or or did you go to a a secondhand store, Goodwill type of store? Well, for, I got up today, um, and uh, you know, whenever I can, whenever I've got the spare time or what, and lately I've got a lot of spare time on my hands. Um, I like to go. We have a, a flea market that's not too far from our house. You know, it's maybe a 20-minute drive at most. So I like to go and just every couple weeks I'll go and check it out and see what's going on. Because every once in a while, you know, there'll be people that show up there with comics or what. And I went today and there was a guy um, that he said he just started last weekend. He um, His booth was nothing but comics. And so, you know, I, I was... I love that, you know, that, that, yeah. that made it not a wasted trip, you know, when there was actually, you know, somebody that, that was focusing strictly on comics. Um, I hope he lasts. I mean, he had, he had a lot of nice stuff. He had a really nice, you know, booth and, you know, this, this is a, this is a turnover. Well, that. the problem was, is I thought his, I thought he was a little bit pricey cause he was pretty much going by guide prices. Yeah. So I thought he was a little pricey, and that makes me nervous that he won't survive because, you know, for one thing, I don't think a lot of a lot of guys these days when they when they go out hunting, especially you know, if it's not a comic shop or what, I don't think people are, are prepared to pay guide prices, no. you know, especially going to something like a flea market. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a small local redneck flea market, you know, in the middle of nowhere, and you know. I just I don't think that people that are going there are prepared for. I mean, when I go to that, yes, I'm hunting comics, but I'm I'm hunting comics from people that don't know shit about comics. You know, I'm looking for the fifty cent pile. Right. You know, not looking to buy. I mean, he had gorgeous books. He had a lot of books I needed, but I'm not looking to pay six bucks for that back issue. I'm looking to pay a dollar at most for that back right. issue. But that said, he had. A lot of these promo posters all over the place, you know, to kind of dress up his booth. And one of them was—I uh, don't know if you, you've ever seen it, Chris. It's a promo poster, but what it is really is it's blown up. The very first issue of George Perez's Wonder Woman run was a wraparound cover. Uh. So the cover was. You know, it shows the the Greek go- goddesses, and then you know, like Themyscira's, you know, Paradise Islands in the background, and then Wonder Woman standing, you know, with her with like clanging her bracelets together. That was the front cover, and then it wraps around to the back cover, which basically tells like the origin. You know, it shows Ares and it shows uh, Heracles dominating uh, Queen Hippolyta and all this stuff. It's just a gorgeous piece of art, and I knew I knew that it existed as a poster, but I'd never actually seen it. And he had it on his wall, so I struck up a conversation. We were just kind of bullshitting around, and when I realized I wasn't going to buy any back issues or what, I kind of felt bad. 
So just, you know, venturing, a, you know, just kind of throwing it out there. I said, hey, by the way, I said, you know, do you sell these promo posters? And he was like, he goes, yeah, I guess I could. And uh, he goes, which one were you interested in? I said, I really like that Wonder Woman one right there. I said, would you let that one go? And he, he looked at it and he said, yeah, I guess I'd let it go. And just the way he, he said it made me think, oh, he's going to ask something ridiculous. So I said, well, you know, what, what would you let it go for? And he thought it over a second. He goes, uh, I had two bucks. <laughs> I'm thinking, awesome. wow, really? Now, he obviously knows what his comic books are worth. Right. He must not have a clue about the promo posters because... He might not care. Book, <laughs> he might not, yeah, right, he might not care. Well, he said he used to run a shop. Right, so, so he got him he free. Got, yeah, he got him for free. But, you know, I'm telling you, as somebody who collects these things as kind of a sub-hobby of, of my hobby... You know, I have discovered in the last couple of years that a lot of these posters I picked up for little or nothing, you know, literally nothing, actually are worth a shitload of money today because they they were promos. They were right. made to be displayed and disposed of. They weren't supposed to make it into the hands of the the readers and the collectors. So, you know, I've wound up with a lot of these posters and and just through happenstance on eBay, I'm finding out that they're worth a lot of money. So, you know, I bought that one, and what else did I get in my stack? I got a uh, a really nice one. I've I've never seen this before. Do you remember when Action Comics went to a, a weekly run for just a short time? Yes. It became a week anthology book. Um, I found out that there was a poster released for I I think it may be every single issue, but I know a lot of the weeklies um, got a like a like a mini poster. And uh, I, I've uh, accumulated a couple of these over the years just whenever I've lucked into them. And they usually are a little bit pricey. But he had one I've never seen before. It's uh, Clark Kent changing into Superman. And he's looking up at the sky and there's a, a plane crashing. It's just – it's really nice. I don't know who the artist is on it, but it's just really nice little little promo, you know, just for this one single issue. And uh, I think I'm going to start having to search these out because they just make really nice little things, you know, to put up in my, my in my comic room. Um, this was the other one that I, I was just thrilled. I've never seen this piece of art before. It's uh, it's even got a date on it, copyright 1979. It's Jim Aparo, and uh, I don't know if you remember Jim Aparo, Chris, but he is like my Batman artist. Oh, really? It's uh, it's all the villains are gathered around a table, and it's uh, Joker, Catwoman, Penguin, Riddler, Scarecrow, Two Face, and uh, Rasa Ghoul, and it's just beautiful apparel art. And they're looking at a uh, down at a table, and tacked to the table is a face shot, like a big, like eight by ten glossy photo of Batman and the Joker has put a red like painted a red X across his face and uh, I don't know what if this is from a storyline or what I mean it doesn't advertise anything it's just a poster but it's a you know it's obviously a promo for something but man it's just a it's a beautiful piece of art and I I mean I love me some Jim Aparo and, and he just died couple years ago two three years ago at most so you know I, I miss him and when i saw that i was like wow i had to have that and again you know i'm mean, fucking two dollars man i bet you that that goes a lot higher than that on ebay so and uh what was the other one i think i got four of them yeah the other one was uh 
It wasn't a series I read, but I always meant to kind of check it out if I ever had the time. It was uh, when uh, Mike Grell had that three-issue Green Arrow, the Longbow Hunters series, and then they spun it out into a regular monthly series. And he, I think he was just the writer. I don't think he actually drew the book. But this promo cover is uh, its like all these guys... I was thinking they were gangsters, but I guess they must be holding... I think they're holding a woman hostage. Anyway, there's like a stack of money on this table and all these like hoods are gathered around the, the table. And then the money's kind of flying in disarray and there's a, a shaft has just stuck into the table. And you can see like at the end of the arrow, it's like quivering just a little bit. And they're all looking up and here's Green Arrow like standing at the broken skylight, aiming his arrow down at everybody. And it's just... I'm not... I'm you know, not a Green Arrow fan, but this is just such a cool-looking promo poster. I had to have it. You know, I figured for two bucks, it, it was worth picking up. So. so that was my flea market find today. And then I went to uh, Goodwill. And, uh, you know, I, I just I wanted to throw this out there as just one of our five-minute freaks because I, I think that, you know, with eBay being out there these days and stuff like that, I think that actually getting out there and hunting things is becoming kind of a lost art with, That's with for sure. collectors. And I still like to just get off my ass and go out and hunt. And I tell you, man, everybody I've known all my life with, with the exception of you and like my parents, I guess, and maybe one or two other people, most anybody I know wrinkles their nose at the thought of going into like a Salvation Army or goodwill or something like that to hunt. You know what I and say to that? Good. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All the more for me. Yep. I'm telling Stay you, man. Stay away. It, they I stink. Get... They're they're stinky. They're full of germs. They're mm -hmm. they're full of scary people. They're mean. They, lots of people die in those places every year. <laughs> every year. People, it's like a hidden... It's a hidden tragedy in this country that people don't talk about how many people die horrible, violent, bloody, infection-filled deaths from Goodwill. And they get these scabies, lice-ridden clothing from people, and they just hang them up on the racks there. So you come out with these weird blisters and rashes. It's just terrible. Well, I braved all of that today. Good for you, but everybody else out there, don't do it. You know, only go in there if you put a full <laughs> spacesuit, biochem outfit on. I got some good stuff. <laughs> I got a stack of Star Wars books, dirt fucking cheap. Nice. I got one It's a Star Wars. This is one of those young readers scholastic things, but I, I thought it sounded cool because it's a Boba Fett book. It's uh, Star Wars Boba Fett. It says it's number four of a series, Hunted, a Clone Wars novel by Elizabeth Hand. It looks cool. I got to read this. And the guy on the cover, I couldn't identify him, but I think it might be that Dirge guy that was in the animated series. So I liked him. So I'm anxious to read that. It looks kind of cool. And uh, the Black Fleet Crisis Book 3, Tyrant's Test. I'll have to – see, I, I, I do plan, in case anybody wonders, I do plan to get back to the Star Wars novels. I, I know I've lapsed in the last couple of Star Wars episodes that we've done, but I do plan to get back into it. It's just I've had a bit of a, 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 a upheaval in, in 
one aspect of my life recently, and it's it's cut into my time. And uh, you know, when it comes to being able to like listen to podcasts and audiobooks and shit like that, so I do plan to get back to these Star Wars books. It just might not be as regular as I had originally planned. But anyway, I got uh, Star Wars Legacy of the Force Tempest. Everybody says these Legacy of the Force books are really, really good, so I'm anxious to get to that era, but it's going to take me a while because I think these are the current books coming out now, so it's like the 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 latest era or the – how do I want to phrase it? Like well, the most today. distant era you know, of the timeline, so it'll take a while. And I thought this was a gem of a find, the hardback edition – the hardback novel of uh, Star Wars Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. Damn, uh, this is a brand new book. I mean, this book yeah. it was not you know, very long ago. Originally $26 book. I bought, I think it was $2 maybe, 2 or two fifty at Goodwill. Nothing wrong with it. Still got the dust jacket on it. Gorgeous book. And I remember uh, Brad Milo over at uh, uh, Half Hour Wasted reviewed this not long ago, and, and he's like me. He said that you know he's hit and miss on the Star Wars books. He glowed about this book. He said it was great. He said it was a must read for Star Wars fans. So I'm looking forward to that. But, I mean, shit, you know, hardbound Star Wars book, yeah. brand new fucking book, two bucks, you know. And then uh, this was my absolute. This was my find of of you know i was going to say of the week but i mean this is my big find of of recent times i don't i can't think of when i've gotten a better deal than this i found a uh i wish there was there, there's uh no author or year or index you know no information on this book at all it just kind of you know it just gets right into what it's about there's no uh credits or anything in this book but it's uh it's just called 25 Years Walt Disney World. And I snapped this up because I know this came from the parks. It was one of those park-exclusive pieces of merchandise. It's basically a yearbook, but it's the 25th anniversary yearbook. And uh, it's a great big, thick, like, coffee coffee table-style book. Beautiful, beautiful, like, big, vibrant gorgeous pictures in this book and it just covers everything man it's got like a, a little history a little like uh you know how we built it segment and then it just goes land by land you know it's got main street and Adventureland, and everything it goes through the magic kingdom and then it goes to epcot and through all of the things there but what i like is it's it's not really old but it's just old enough so there's a, there you know when you get to epcot there's a lot of stuff that uh that just recently went uh, what they call extinct. So there's a lot of its extinct attractions in here, like uh, Wonders of Life isn't there anymore, Horizons isn't there anymore, World Emotions not there anymore, and so you know, they're covered in this book. Nice big full page picture of uh, Figment and the and the Dreamfinder, and just great. I love shit like this. You know, I, I love looking at all the. You know, the, you you can look look back at this and you can trace, you know, where where some of the changes and some of the tweaks have been to some of the attractions and stuff. It's a whole segment on uh, on the uh, the studios and great big article on. Uh, you know, remember when we had Mark Buttrick on the show? It was a great big uh, spread in here. Beautiful pictures from uh, the Indiana Jones stunt show and Star Tours. And 
just a great book. I mean, I was thrilled to find. I don't think I paid more than two, maybe three dollars for this book. And I, I bet you this was probably a fifty, sixty dollar yeah. book originally. Well, you're very rarely going to pay more at a thrift store, a Goodwill store, more than five bucks for a book usually, unless it's you know. Sometimes yeah. they think things are more valuable than than they really are, you know, depending on the store and how the person who prices the stuff prices it. But for the most part, you know, book's a book. <laughs> you know, they judge it by whether it's a hard cover or a soft cover, and that's about it. They don't the think. Girls, somebody's yeah. not looking at it going, odds are the person who's doing it is like an ex-con or someone in rehab that's been trained to, like, go through and go, okay, hard covers are this much, you know, and you know, a pair of jeans are this much, and they go through and they you know, semi-grade stuff probably, you know, but it's not, I don't think there's much, I don't think anybody's going, hey, this is from the original Disney park. It sure, well, I just found there's a great big beautiful picture in here of, uh, of a place that's uh, in the studios. It's called the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. Uh-huh. And it's you're inside. It's, it's a giant building. And you're inside a building. But when you go in and, and you're, you're finally, you know, because there's always a long wait to get in this place. But when you finally get in there, it's totally modeled as if you're outside at an old 50s-style drive-in theater. And you go and you sit in like a 50s model, uh, like a 50s era car, and that serves as your table. And you sit and you face the drive-in screen and you watch old, like really super cheesy 50s uh, science fiction trailers, you know, for like, like uh, what is it, like that, that Space Frankenstein movie. I can't remember the name of it now. Like Frankenstein versus Mars or whatever the hell the name of it was. Yeah, you know, just zombies. Really, yeah, stuff like that. You know, like uh, uh, the Amazing Colossal Man and stuff. But yeah. there's a picture of it in here, and you, it's very hard to find pictures of that theater anywhere because you know it's it's a darkened restaurant. You yeah. Know? So you see a lot of pictures of it, and they've got a gorgeous picture of it in here. Man, this book was just uh, an absolute find and an absolute steal. So, you know, anybody you found that, it and you stole it. That's why oh, yeah. you get up off your ass, but don't go into the, the and those flea markets. There's people who kidnap you and take you to third world countries at those places where they harvest you and they like make you into Guatemalan um, ponchos and then they cool. sell you at the same flea market. So stay so away from those, cool. too. <laughs> and garage sales are like a haven for inbred hicks. They're like a tra- they're like hick trap where they'll bring you in and take you down in the cellar and you're supper for the whole inbred clan so you want to watch those grow out you bet you best just staying in your house and ebay get viruses off that shit but on on on, on this note i'd re- like to encourage people to go to our myspace page where i have a blog up called garage sale gloat where i'll be putting up pictures of things that Scott and I have found at garage sales that we just generally want to gloat about finding and having that we have that you don't. (laughs) And hey, it's another, I I think it's been, uh, we should probably wrap it up. It's been about a 15 minute, five minute freak, which seems to be the, uh, the, the, about how it's been running. And uh, we'll see you in the next five minute freak. Bye. See ya.
Visit our website at twotruefreaks.libsyn.com where you can download all of our episodes and find our forum to openly and freely discuss topics from this and all other episodes with us and your fellow listeners. twotruefreaks.libsyn.com is spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S dot Libsyn, which is L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. You can email us directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. And thanks for listening to the Two True Freaks podcast. <laughs>